0: You back out now, I tell him you're Jewish. Evil ladies and gentlemen, we are the right or the on rights. the one. Don't take them! Okay, no,
1: let's just Don't mistake it for yourself. You ain't hard to spike your hair, but a jack still lives inside your head.
2: Nazi buns, Nazi buns, Nazi buns, Fahga! Nazi buns, Nazi fuck up. Become the fight,
3: get out of here! Are we ready? Okay, so fuck yes, welcome to After the Hype. I'm going to remember that intro without stumbling one of these days. Uh wow. Cut in and out like crazy. Is that your cord? That's my cord. I gotta touch it or it doesn't work. Uh <laughs> so we had a few technical difficulties getting up and going today, and uh but we're gonna go now. So with me as always is Ryan James. Hello. Chewy Darso. Hi. Uh Jonathan couldn't be here today because he's still dead, like I said last week. Aww. We miss you, John. <laughs> But filling in for John today, we have Tom Ford. Hello, everyone. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. You?
4: Yeah, you know. We're
3: here. took us an hour to get going, but you know, (laughs) whatever works.
4: We had a good conversation,
3: though. Yeah. Uh, So special guest today is Mr. Jackson Stewart. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on.
3: Yeah. Thanks for uh, bearing with all of our horrible technical difficulties today. Quite all right. And you get to hold a machete the whole time, so. Yeah yeah <laughs> uh so before we get started with everything do you want to say where people can find you online what you're uh what you're known for that big movie thing that you did a little bit ago it should be coming out sure. in october right
1: no 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 um, actually i wasn't supposed to say that but whatever um, well on google it says october <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> yeah um no it'll be out before the end of the year but uh i co-wrote and directed a movie called beyond the gates that chewy actually worked on as um prop an, assistant. a prop assistant indeed and uh it's basically like a horror Jumanji. It's about two estranged brothers who uh, have to clean out their missing father's video store and they find a haunted VCR board game while they're there. Um, it You can find me at BossJacko on Twitter or at BeyondTheGates underscore on Twitter, which Steve lot of my co-writer runs.
3: Cool. I look forward to seeing the movie, too. He said that it was a lot of fun to work on. Yeah. Yeah, we almost had one of the other people who worked on the movie on today, but Josh Russell. Yeah, Mr. Josh Russell, but you know, he has to go to Romania. Ru- Romania? Yeah. yeah, so it turns out he was too busy. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Classic Russell. Anyone who's
0: been watching our videos gets to see his severed heads pretty often. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always there.
3: Uh, yeah, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on uh, After the Hype at Facebook or ATH underscore podcast on Twitter and then everywhere else online at just ATH Podcast. And then you can get in touch with us on Gmail at A-T-H podcast at gmail.com. Uh, oh, Tom, I'm sorry. I didn't let you say anything. Do you want to say where people can find you?
4: Um, the rare times I actually post on social media, you can find me at Ford E and Slip on Twitter or whatever. And is sorry. your podcast still going or no? Um, we do podcasts every now and then, but it's not a regular thing. It's just kind of like uh, we're not trying to get publicity. We're just doing it for the people in these small little communities. So I, I don't see any reason to plug it really. Got
3: it. Okay. Yeah, at this point for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're doing a quick, where have you been doing? Uh, I'll let Jackson go first. Where have you been doing?
1: Uh, well, I went to the new Beverly last night and watched the 1962 Cape fear. Wow. Which, how was that? It was awesome. Yeah. I hadn't seen it in probably like 13 years or so. And I own it on DVD, but it seemed like, uh, Doesn't play all the time, so I've actually never seen it. It's so good. Um, I I think I like the remake a little bit more, but they're completely in line with uh, with one another. So I highly recommend that. And then I've you know been playing Resident Evil Four as usual on the PS4, like the new Uh, redone PS3. Okay,
3: it's still the new redone.
1: Yeah, I mean it's still like upgraded from you know the GameCube version or whatever. Right, but you know. It it holds up
3: because that just came out like re 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 released right?
1: Yeah, although I don't think they really. I think they just upgraded the graphics. I don't think there's anything oh, okay. too I don't think, new. In I don't know it. how much more they could add to it after all the re releases they've done with it. I mean, maybe they'll just you know do a Resident Evil four point five or something. Yeah, at why some not?
4: Point. Especially when PS five comes
3: out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> whenever it does, <laughs> uh Tom. What about you? Where have you been doing?
4: uh i guess i'll i, I binge watch mr robot season two
3: so is that already over
4: uh yeah it actually just ended last week last oh. wednesday or whatever so. i'm so
3: far behind <laughs> i still haven't started the first one yet
4: the first season or yeah. the first okay well no i i particularly enjoyed it uh Ra- what is it rami malek he puts yeah. in a good performance he just won an emmy didn't he yeah i think so yeah, yeah so uh would highly recommend it if you uh well i mean it's kind of derivative but it's also doing things in a new and in, interesting way so uh without giving up spoilers obviously right um i would i would recommend watching it it's it's cinematically it's like tv's version of kubrick i think in terms of how he does his framing and how he does his shots and even the title the 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 title cards at the beginning of every episode has that kind of like i don't know it just screams kubrick to me so
3: that's cool yeah i'll have to watch that uh chewy what about you where have you been doing
0: uh well my show just premiered uh two nights ago superstore if you didn't watch it please check it out it Sounds like it did rather well, and it was really funny. Oh, yes, I sound so much better now. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Technical uh, difficulties, man. Mm-hmm. We're all about them. Dude, it's mm-hmm. technical difficulties day. It's a great way to start the day. It um, is. Uh, other than that, uh, la, la, la.
1: You just watched a movie last night.
0: Yeah, but is there something else I wanted to talk about?
1: You d- about how you hate Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> 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 I
0: don't hate it. I just haven't seen it. So I can't hate something I've never seen.
1: Have you seen the remake?
0: Which one is it? Snyder. Zack Snyder actually yes okay okay so with he the watched, ra- with what, did the like yes
3: no no no, no, no that's I'm land a, of the dead that's land of the dead
1: also oh. a good movie that's a romero one oh. yeah it that's oh. in the same series oh. that's like the fourth entry i've
0: seen movie. the one with john Legazamo. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it's like saying you've seen attack of the clones but won't watch empire return of the jedi
0: all right um since I can't remember the other thing I was going to talk about, uh, yes, last night we rewatched poltergeist. Um, because when it comes to horror movies, I've discovered that if I get really excited pretty much about demonic possession and, uh, ghost stories, those are my two favorite genres, I guess. Um, and I hadn't seen it since I was young. I couldn't barely... All I could remember is that coach was in it. <laughs> uh, and at some point, the mom falls into the pit and there's skeletons. And the, so I was just like, you know what? I should refresh this into my brain. Um, and it, i not as scared, of course, being 33 now. Not as scary. But uh, still very effective and um, gorgeous for when it came out. That movie, I can under, totally understand why it scared the entirety of America. Dude, uh, that
3: uh, that head that comes out of the closet—it's freaking oh, awesome. D-
0: yeah. Uh, but man, did I get mad when they finally like get the daughter out of the other zone? She, I'm just gonna say she was in the further.
3: Or you can say she's in the upside down.
0: Oh, either one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they don't leave right away. I mean, they show them packing like a couple days later or something, and I'm just yelling, "Why are you still there?" Dude, you yeah. get your daughter out of this nether zone, you'll leave that night. Yeah. Don't come back to this house. Just burn it down. It's what time the to hell? leave. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely time to leave. So when shit starts hitting the fan again, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this makes sense.
3: <laughs> you deserve <laughs> you, you did this. this to yourself. <laughs> Ryan, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh, let's see. I'm going to get up real close
5: to the mic. Am I okay? Yeah, it's just such a great intro. <laughs> 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 ah, lean in real close. I shampoo. <laughs> Is it good? Wait, I don't use shampoo. Uh,
0: (laughs) I can smell something. It smells okay.
5: I'll talk about um, a show that premiered this week, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I I always uh, have enjoyed that show. And this week was like the... the, uh, Did they ride? Highly hyped (laughs) premiere of Ghost Rider on the show. And I loved it. I mean, this is... uh, So this is Robbie Ray's. And if you haven't been following on Ghost Rider, he's... uh, 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 Hispanic guy from uh, LA who gets the spirit of the vengeance or whatever they call it and he rides like a souped up uh, muscle car instead of a motorcycle and he's always looking out for his little brother and I thought they kind of nailed it on the show uh, I've been looking at the internet and everyone's upset they're like why doesn't he have a motorcycle I'm like because well, that's not this Ghost Rider. why don't you just enjoy something new and different and <laughs> instead of being an internet troll
3: I'd probably be the internet troll but I don't really like ghostwriter in general so it's not for me
5: well, I mean, I thought it was really well done, really cool. They're making him an anti-hero for sure. He's, like, kind of staying true to the comics.
0: Uh, did they finally get rid of that, uh, is, was it Adam or whatever? I mean, he got possessed by the that thing from the other planet, that, that actor.
4: Oh, the guy from Until Dawn? Sure. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, they, he was good in
3: Until Dawn.
0: But yeah. Yeah. did they finally get rid of him? Is that plot done?
5: Yeah, Brett Dalton is off the show.
0: Oh, thank God. Maybe I'll start watching again.
3: I won't. <laughs> Uh, so for my, where have you been doing, I will talk about a comic book that came out now last week. And if you're not reading it, you're out of your goddamn mind. Uh, I already forgot the guy who wrote it. Do you remember his name? I showed uh, it to you a second Rick ago. Remender. Rick Mrender. Um, it's seven to eternity. It is, uh, it's a brand new book. It's on image. Uh, I read about it on, I think it was an IGN or something like that. We're like, Hey, this guy's doing a comic book and it, we just got an early issue of it and it is not only the best book of the week. It might be the best of the year. It's like well that's a bold claim so I picked it up and they're not wrong. It is fucking fantastic. I don't want to say anything about it. I don't want to spoil anything about it. It is just one of the best drawn books I've seen in a very long time and the story is really really good too and it's you're out of your mind if you're not reading it. Like it is a must pick up.
0: It looks odd on the shelf cuz it is the cover is designed like the the inside page to a comic book it's not yeah, a yeah. Traditional the cover cover's very odd but so it, if, if you're like looking around and you see something that looks like a head that the cover ripped off that's what it is
3: yeah and uh it, it just it's so 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 good and i cannot stress that enough how everyone needs to read it if you like comics if you don't fuck off um <laughs> be as blunt as possible <laughs>
0: Or just start reading comics. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could be politer about it, or yeah. I could, I'm going to go with not.
4: Fuck off to a comic book show. Yeah.
0: The level of fucks Fuck. that we've had this morning have is, definitely would have gotten us like an NC-17 by now. Oh,
3: yeah. Our neighbors have to hate us today. God, they're fucking mad. We had to clean real fast. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get started with, uh, with today. Uh, today's movie is uh, what most people are arguing right now is potentially one of the best movies of the year. And I guess we'll get into that. But today we're talking about Green Room, uh, starring Patrick Stewart, Himojin uh, Poots, and the late Anton Yelchin. One of his last movies. I can't remember if I know he did Star Trek after this. I don't know if there's anything else in the docket still he, coming out. Yeah,
1: I think he's got like three, a or couple four more. Yeah,
3: Something recently. yeah. I mean, he's got a few more that were just in the can before you know the horrible situation, but. Uh, in this movie, we'll get into it. Obviously, is more of like that. God damn it! That depresses me even more. He's really yeah. fucking good. Um, but I'm gonna skip the uh, the review today because I mean, it was kind of across the board. Either people loved it, or they loved it and said it was too violent. Or they didn't love enough and said it should have been more violent. And those people just kind of weird me out. Uh, <laughs> it's like they need to sort out their priorities. Um, but even the the long and the short of it, though, is that if you didn't live in a major city, you probably are not listening to today's episode because you didn't fucking see it. This movie had such a limited release, it only made $3 million. And had no international release. It apparently is doing very well on Blu-ray and in Redbox. But I don't have those numbers online. Do you know what the budget was? Uh, it says N slash A.
5: <laughs> so it didn't have a budget <laughs> no. uh, well, so the, what was the I, North I American it was,
1: budget I, I think it's an A24 movie and I'm going to bet it was around like 5 million or so yeah that's, yeah, that's
0: what I was going to guess because well, if they built everything on a stage and such then 5 million sounds about yeah right.
3: I'd say somewhere in that 5 to 10 range because I know they said that they, they sent it to Patrick Stewart on like a lark like yeah we'll see if he even reads the fucking thing and they found like 3 days before shooting that he agreed to be in it because they agreed hmm. to a, basically no salary and they're like oh
5: Awesome. <laughs> I what guess we'll go with him. It's a really good departure for him to play a bad guy. Oh, he does such a good job with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, He he's scary. Yes, he is. <laughs>
4: he's, and he's just like a real bad guy. He's not like this larger than life person, but he yeah. is in the same way. But oh, he's, yeah. it, he's just down to earth. But he's
0: but he's the best yeah. type of bad guy. The type that just kind of looks like your dad or your dad's boss. That he, seems very non-threatening. Uh, and then you find out he's a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He is the
3: most non-threatening, threatening bad guy. But before we go into this movie any farther, we need to do a breakdown. 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 Uh, Jackson, are you excited for this? Yes. <laughs>
4: Spotlight on you, I guess.
3: Well, Tom, I've made you do too many of these oh, at this yeah. point. Yeah, no, no, um, I no. Mean, I, I love torturing you with it, but usually I just have you on to talk about a horror film and then torture you more, but you know. <laughs> Today is not quite a horror well, film.
1: No. Recording. That's oh. perfect so what oh. it's I basically just summarized the plot of it in 30 in 30 seconds, seconds. Can you start the timer ready yeah go so the movie centers around a punk rock group in uh, the Pacific Northwest who is playing some you know shitty gigs where they can't make enough money basically they realize they don't have enough to finish their trip and they decide they agree to play at you know a sketchy club that's filled with neo-nazis and when they do that, they ha- happen upon a murder of someone there and find themselves trapped in the room, and shit goes insane from there. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> I, I really want to say you didn't do it, but
3: you kind of did. Yeah. I mean, short of everyone dies, I think that kind of <laughs> nails it. Uh, it's funny, when you simplify it that much, it doesn't really feel like uh, that much happens, but a lot happens.
1: Well, I, mean, well, I mean, we'll just... mean, you gotta you gotta condense that. It's like oh, yeah, a yeah. tweet version. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you Us. know you gotta leave out some pretty big stuff in there.
3: So now you have the wonderful opportunity to make fun of me.
1: Uh, I'll skip that. <laughs> everyone does. This is great for my confidence. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna banish this computer so we. Can Actually, I'll make up. fun of you for not forcing your wife to watch Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I've
2: tried. I stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, people have to listen to the episode to hear that. Yeah, exactly. Um,
3: okay, so where to start with this thing? It's kind of... Let's start with like our own reactions to uh, just kind of... Did anybody here watch the trailer before they saw it? No. Nope. Never.
1: And
0: this was... I did once.
5: For me, this was the first time I saw it, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. wow.
3: Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Um, yeah, I no, I, it was one of those movies where, like, every now and then I will watch a trailer. Like, if I just like have no idea about a movie, but if I've heard good things and I like everyone in it, and I like the three of these people a whole bunch, I'm just like, ah, fuck it. So I didn't even know maybe was in it or uh, Allison or Ali. Um, Soul okay. Thank you. Uh, I didn't know any of these people were in it on those three, and it's like, oh, it's kind of a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, are the other bandmates in anything? They looked really familiar.
1: Uh, the I'm trying to think. I think the bigger guy is in the one of the blue like hair a or TV, TV. the i think the, the blue haired guy is like on a tv show okay i'm spacing what it is yeah he
3: looked really familiar i didn't know if i knew him from anything specific but i have uh, off-hand. but they're all really good mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like like they all played their roles like to a point where it's like wow i really
1: really believe everyone in this thing um i mean mark weber's in a bunch of stuff.
3: Which one's Mark rubber
1: He was one of the neo-Nazis, but he's the one who like kind of flips over to their side.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I recognize him a lot. Um, I know I've seen him and stuff. And I know the guy who uh, got the uh, the box cutter to the belly. He was an ER back in the day. And Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he great. a
0: stand-up comedian or something?
3: I don't know if he's a stand-up comedian. I thought he was. I know he's done comedy before. So kind He's so good. He's really good. It's I mean,
1: also, the movie's a Fright Night remake reunion. Between Imogen Poots and Tanya Elcha. Yeah. Mm. Which is why I watched it. Because because I I legit like the Friday night remake. We bought it. We went on Blu ray. It's good. It's a good movie.
0: David Tennant could play a neo Nazi.
1: Uh, He is fucking perfect. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the
0: lankiness.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so not knowing anything about this movie, did you guys know the plot or anything about it? Uh, I I knew it was kind of like a siege movie with neo Nazis and that was about okay. it. So and I I, I intentionally avoided it because everyone I talked to that had seen it on the festival circuit said it was amazing. So
3: yeah, see, I didn't know anyone who'd seen it. I just read a few reviews and like it, it, sparingly, like just like ten out of tens. I'm like, Oh well, I guess I'll see that eventually. Uh, and all I heard that is super violent and good. Yeah. So I didn't know that it was neo Nazis. I didn't know that it was even like when they said Green Room, I didn't even know it was like a band's Green Room. I knew nothing about it.
0: For me, it was, I saw the two trailers, the one that was really just a really tiny sneaky thing where just images going across the stage mm-hmm. uh, and then a full trailer where you actually get to see them in the room and Patrick Stewart on the other side of the door. And really the selling point of that was, for me, was Patrick Stewart's playing a bad guy. Yeah, and, Like you still didn't know anything that was actually happening. So I yeah. was just like, all right, we're going.
3: Yeah, it was just a... Uh... Not knowing, like, knowing that it was just supposed to be violent and then sitting down for it. That is a, kind of a shock to the system. It, like, when it gets violent, it gets really fucking violent. Um Let's actually talk about that for a second. Let's talk, like, the, the gut reactions you had to this thing. Like, was it any, like, was it too violent, not violent enough? Like, why are people kind of still...
0: The big thing for me, uh, specifically as a woman, because... <laughs> uh, uh, Everyone liked torture porn for a long period there. And I hated it because when I don't really like seeing violence for violence sake and it felt like you're glorifying violence towards women specifically, uh, just having fun watching them get carved into pieces. And then so to see this type of movie with like some like hard, hard violence and some gore. But to me, I always felt like the gore was shot and used in a way that actually amplified the plot. And yeah. Al had purpose. It was never you're never getting joy out of their pain. You're just feeling their pain. I thought it was done fantastically.
3: No, I agree, and I like that they uh, they were really smart about the violence. Like they they were very adamant about trying to make this look like trespassers because it was all about they didn't want to shoot them because if they shot them, then it looks like they shot them. So they wanted to look like they went to a place with dogs and got mutilated by dogs. So it was really about shepherding these kids into areas where dogs will eat them. So it was super violent, but it was very like, as you said, it's for the plot. So it wasn't like hostile where it's like, I'm going to cut this guy's Achilles tendon because fuck him. It was like, no, we need them to get killed by dogs because they shouldn't have been on our property.
0: Yeah, There's so many great lines in this movie. I don't want to steal anyone's quotes, but I just loved it when Patrick Stewart was talking to the kids and he's just like, shoot him if you need to. Don't shoot him more than once or twice and make sure they're close together because you're going to be the one digging it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just like the the cold, calculated nature of it. Like I, I don't know. I, I've talked to some people like it should
1: have gone farther the violence, and I was like, I
0: don't think but so. Then those people just like seeing people to get chopped into pieces.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I mean, <laughs> dude, when that dude gets his head blown off. I was oh like, my god! <laughs> <laughs> that was so shocking. You yeah. did not
0: see it coming.
1: Not at all. I mean, and, and it's it, it's also this is one of the only recent horror, or not I, not even a horror movie, but recent uh, genre films where. Uh, People in the audience that I watched it
5: with were like,
2: oh, shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, pretty rare to get that nowadays.
5: Yeah. I was reading uh, an interview with the director where he said they very intentionally didn't, like, do any gratuitous violence shots. They give you the impact of, like, seeing the effect, but then they don't, like, show close-ups of the dead people. Like, they intentionally rode the line where they did. Yeah, but
3: it was it was smart because like mm-hmm. the the Anton Yelchin basically gets his hand chopped off. Like when he goes to the hospital down the road, they're taking that arm.
0: The only thing yeah. holding his hand on was his tendons, mm-hmm.
3: tendons and duct tape. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
5: I thought he was gonna die. I thought like wow, they took him out really early for him being on the cover because the way yeah. that his arm looked when he came yes. out from behind that door. That was a, an amazing scene. Oh yeah. man, yeah.
3: that scene's rough. Just like all the way from seeing like the red laces, and then it's like oh he's fucked.
5: <laughs> oh, that's a rough scene. But like and that's. Then, I so, like the way that it made you wonder like was it actually their fault for reacting? Like could they have gotten out of that situation until she freaked out at the red laces? No.
0: No, they were going to fuck them the whole time. Yeah,
5: no, yeah. no yeah. way.
4: I think there is that they play with that a little bit early on, but by at that point it, they're they're doomed. Yeah. So
3: yeah, cuz I think they're hiding off the corner. So the second they walked out they're getting their throats slit and mm-hmm. then nope. Sorry dudes. Mhm. Um Let's talk a little bit about the performances a little bit. Let's. Uh, we kind of already talked about Patrick Stewart. Do we want to say anything else about him beyond the fact that this is, for me now, my favorite role of him outside of Star Trek stuff? Um, that's including X-Men. I'd rather watch him do this than X-Men. And he's great in X-Men, but my God, is, this he is was, a great performance. He was so
1: good as James McAvoy in X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I, just,
0: I really enjoyed his timetable. Like He keeps reminding everyone oh, during yeah. the whole film of like, we got to do this this time, we got to do this at this time. Well, all right, we're behind. This should have happened hours ago. Like, to, in his brain, immediately, like, he, you can tell he has statistics. He has diagrams. Oh, he, he's he knows what he's doing. Su- he's super smart. This is um, not his first time in radio. Huh? No, like, he's, <laughs> he's had this plan, and he knows how it's supposed to go down. And even though he's, you know, he's definitely getting frustrated that it's not going ha- as planned, but he's like coming up with more plans as it's going. He's he's so the planiest cal- planner that he's ever so planned. He's so calculating. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's like when the uh, the one guy falls out of the window and he's like, "Is he still breathing?" Yeah, a little bit. Let him bleed. It's better for the time of death. Yeah.
0: Like, Oof. Mm-hmm. Everything. <laughs> yeah. It's
4: not vindictive. It's yeah. just it's purposeful. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. not. It's it's really yeah. one of those he's nothing a, personal, man. He's a no. businessman. Yeah.
0: He's a neo-Nazi who's running a drug cartel, and. Yeah, these are just liabilities. They're like dirt.
3: Yeah, it's nuts. It's still just kind of like, I think that's why the movie kind of hits me so heavy because if he was like the maniacal like, bad guy, it, it would have nothing. But it is just, he's a bad guy in the worst way of just like, it means nothing to him. Like the human life just means jack to him and that makes it that much more horrifying. And he nails that. I thought, no,
0: it's okay, true. Without a doubt. <laughs> but now I'm just curious, who does he value? What is his home life like? Does he have a beautiful suburban house with a blonde I mean, wife and isn't multiple that his, children?
3: Wasn't that his house that we saw at the end?
0: No, that was uh, the guy with the dogs. Oh, that, was that was house. his house. No. Oh, yeah. Because no. they even talks to him and be like, do you have any warning signs up? And he's like, well, I got a beware of dogs then. and they like, that works.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as the other actors, the, the big standout for me is Imogen Poots. I think she's amazing in this. She's a... I don't know how she hasn't gotten bigger yet i think she's going to off of this movie i feel like she's going to be in some
3: but i've kind of thought that from like everything she's been in like oh that's the one that's going to get her really big and i don't know if she's just not signing on to bigger stuff or what it is because i think she's been phenomenal in everything she's been in and she's been different in everything
1: yeah i don't know it's a good question i mean this is the first thing i've seen where she's like properly blown me away where i was like wow she's entirely different from any of the other things i've seen her in
3: I know uh, that I haven't seen one, but there's one movie that one of our guests who came on once said it was the best thing he ever saw her in. And well, some, I don't remember the name of that no. movie, but they said that she was just great in that because he said it'd be that movie that blew her into the stratosphere. And hmm. then it was this. So well, maybe wonder. she
4: just doesn't want to play a superhero. Huh.
2: That, yeah, that really could why.
3: affect her. Yeah. <laughs> don't be Miss Marvel. No. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with your career. <laughs> I, I yeah. Real roles. <laughs> she <is Spider-Gwen. laughs> yeah.
0: She's uh-huh. even listed way down on the cast in IMDb. It's strange.
1: Well, but that those are always like wildly out of order, I or think. Or in order of
4: appearance or some weird But it, it, some algorithm. of the
1: some of the times it's like it's like whatever their IMDb star ranking is that week, oh. so it kind of you know, it's it's usually completely inaccurate. Well, I'm just looking I forgot she was a girl in 20 weeks later. four movies
0: lined up for next year.
1: Um, she's
3: good. I mean, she she I I think you're right. I think she will blow up into something else cuz she's great and she was so good in this.
1: Absolutely,
3: and I just I love the beginning of like them not trusting her because they didn't know if they could, all the way to the point where it's like, well, they have to because it's that or die, Mm -hmm. and it's like like that whole relationship that they don't really ever. We do a really good job having it there without ever having like beat you over the head with it. Like, well, I don't trust her. They just do it through action of let her hold the gun. No, she can't hold the gun.
4: Yeah, they don't just say it out loud. They actually show it. Yeah, which
3: is a great thing. That's fantastic. Yeah,
0: I really enjoy how the entire time for her specifically it's just survival I mean it's just survival for everybody but none of them like actually bond over it even at the very end of the film when he says oh I now I know what my band is don't
3: take my quote yo I'm sorry
0: <laughs> wait from her yeah oh well damn it well she just says lets him know that she doesn't give a shit yeah like in a normal
4: Hollywood movie they would be they like would lovers they would be in lovers yeah, yeah this yeah, would have brought this, them together and exactly. I'm like
0: at the end of this they probably never want to see each other again
2: and that's yeah. more realistic yeah. to what's happening. W- yes.
3: Yeah. Why would they? Yeah. Hey, do you remember that time that we killed a? F- Never mind. I want to walk away now.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> How do you know her? Uh, I'm just gonna walk away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
3: w- it was a dark time. Yes. Notice I only have one arm, and involved that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no he p- probably got to keep the hand. He just probably wouldn't be able to use it much. I don't know. Maybe get some aging floppy thing. hand. I don't
3: know. That did not look like it was coming back on at any point. Uh.
4: At least, definitely the hand with the wrist, like, yeah, just hanging there. Ugh, God,
3: yeah. yeah, that that thing was fucked. How did that? The only the only thing in this movie that I was really just like, how did that guy die so quick? Was the dude who got the stomach box cutter? He would have bled out. That would have taken him a long time.
0: Well, he was in theory he, was, he was already dead. He suffocated him or stopped the blood. No, he
3: knocked him out. Yeah. He wasn't dead. And then he got... That would
1: wake him right the fuck back up.
0: No, because he... Cause he they, doesn't he
1: kind of, like, wake up from... Isn't like, no, he like... Well, he, no. He's he suffocating
0: just, him. He, and then he thinks that he's out. And then he starts breathing again. So then he holds on to him. Yeah. And then they're all like, well, how long does it take? They're, like, waiting for him to suffocate him to death. They're waiting, they're watching, they're all crying, and then she's like, well, I wonder if he's dead now, and she cuts his <laughs> stomach, and he doesn't react, so he's dead now.
3: Oh, I took that as that was her killing him.
0: Oh, no, I thought yeah, that Yeah, that's was,
1: what I thought. So like yeah. speeding up the process.
0: No, that was yeah. her checking.
3: That's a brutal way to check. You can it, just poke yeah. him with a stick. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's... That's why... That's actually one of my favorite moments for... Um, I'm trying not to call her, maybe. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, Alice, yeah, okay. Alice, okay. Yeah,
0: I love that moment with her because she has such intensity on her face while she's watching him suffocate him. And yeah, she says, H- uh, how long does it take? How long do you know? When do you know? And See, like she's I- never witnessed somebody die before, let alone a murder. And it's there's uh, so much. See,
3: I took that as how long does it take to knock him out?
0: Because they already tried that.
3: Yeah, so I thought, okay, well, I should hold on a little bit longer to make sure he's not. I never took that as that was them being like, "All right, kill him." I, I never took it as. Oh, me. I, yeah, I, she I, took I it felt her it. Own way. I
0: felt it in the way yeah. they're all mm-hmm. looking at him. I-,
3: I took that as how long does it take to knock him out? Because they're all trying to go like the vanilla way, and the other girls like, "This isn't how this game is going," and then cuts him open. Yeah, and that's the moment when they
4: realize they have to. It's kill or yeah, be killed.
3: That's yeah. I thought that was that's how I took that scene was this whole thing is just like because I-, I think you're giving them too much credit that they're ready to jump into the murder game. I don't think they were. No, they
0: weren't ready. They were all very somber. Were unhappy about it it's one of the few lulls in this film where they all got quiet realizing what's happening
3: well i still think they're knocking him out i don't think until they mm, killed him
0: though. no i think they knew that they were killing him in that moment for sure i don't
3: think i so. don't know i don't know i, I don't think so though it'd, it'd be, be interested like, if uh, if we had somebody from the movie here but even the, I, I the don't guy think
0: that so. was suffocating him started crying like you didn't notice that well he started <laughs>
3: crying after she knifed him
0: no she he started crying while he was holding on to him
3: this mm. deserves a rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's watch this murder. Yeah. All right, pause.
3: <laughs> See, I was right.
2: <laughs> He's lying. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, all right, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the man of the hour, uh, the, the great late Anton Yelchin in one of his best roles ever. That bums me out so hard watching this that I punch I'm a microphone.
0: So mad,
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was uh, it was really interesting because I remember sitting in the theater seeing this. I was like, guys, hey, like doing some really cool stuff, and yeah. then kind of like balancing it between you know his huge blockbusters like like Star, Star Trek, Trek yeah. and you know Terminator or whatever, but. Yeah, I mean, I think he does such a good job of holding the movie together. And it's also, too, I think when they, you know, when he almost gets his hand, like, yanked off at the beginning of it, it's, it puts you into a really sort of, like, precarious space with it. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, is he, like, just going to die right now? Is it that kind of movie where they just, like, kill, like, the biggest person in the cast right away? And then when he doesn't, and then they just start knocking everyone else off, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, how the fuck can they get? You're like, they're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way any of them are ever gonna get out of this. And I, I think it's really it was very smart on a story level that they constructed it that way.
3: Yeah, by making the lead guy so horrifically injured in the beginning, yeah. it really does paint the way of like it's one of the few like siege movies where I is
1: I'd say about two thirds of the way in, I'm like, I don't think they're gonna make it. I
2: like, yeah, I honestly think too. we're gonna watch them. <laughs>
1: And you're I think, like, maybe they'll kill the other ones, but, like, they're definitely all dying. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, the
3: fact that two of them got away still kind of surprises me. Oh, me too. Um, but it, it works. It just, it's interesting.
0: There's a part of me that still wonders whether or not they actually survived. Because she'd been shot at least once. She only uh, got shot once. Uh, and, in the leg? No, yeah. I, and I, think,
1: I, I think they survived.
3: I'm pretty sure they survived, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think this movie went cerebral at the end of, like,
1: an imagine. And, and it's also, too, I, I, I hate that, that idea looking. of, like, oh, the movie you're actually watching didn't happen. It just took place in their mind. You're like, where is that? That would (laughs) would be awful. Why the fuck are not we seeing that then? That's
4: what all movies are. Let's see what the actual world is. Yeah, it's it's why I hate (laughs) Life of Pi. Um, Fuck that movie. It's visually stunning.
3: It is. It's visually pretty, Uh. but still fuck that garbage. Um... Uh, the thing that I, I realized about Anton Yelchin, I was talking to somebody at my job about this the other day, is I think specifically in this movie, he kind of does for 2016 what Bruce Willis did back in the 80s with action movies, where he made like a relatable hero in yeah. an unbelievable situation. And for now sure. that Bruce Willis is no longer relatable because now he's such a superhero. Anton Yelchin is totally relatable in a horrible situation. And I think that's... There's I, I tried talking to somebody for a while about this, and eventually they just kind of told me to fuck off, but I tried to relate this movie a lot to Die Hard in just a smaller budget, but it's I mean, one guy against a world, and, and granted, he has some people with him, but he's still relatable in an unbelievable way.
4: Was that you trying to sell the movie to him?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the thing I, I like with Green Ram is I feel like it's... I mean, you know, so many things have kind of ripped off Die Hard at this point, but I feel like it's a much more subtle kind of like Oh, for Snicky sure. movie than Die Hard is. Oh, for sure. So I, I, I kind of, and it's also too. It's like even John McClane. It's like I feel like it'd be really hard to identify with him with any of us. Well, like I, don't, oh, see, yeah, I yeah. don't see any of us being like, oh yeah, I'm like a former NY. cop and you know but it was still at the at
3: the time in the 80s he was seen as the relatable guy because he wasn't a big beefcake dude and i think like now that we're getting a little bit more realistic with our movies Mm -hmm. i think that's why i was trying to compare it's like this is more like a 2016 everything's more muted it's more realistic it's more down to earth and all the characters are too but it's still that kind of one guy in a building and granted like i said he does have more people with him but as no that that makes sense it's, Uh, it's made
4: by hollywood but it could actually happen
3: yeah yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't. Of course, of <laughs> yeah. course.
4: Yes. Hopefully it hasn't already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: but yeah, that, that's kind of how I was trying to like. If you haven't seen it, like that's if you liked this movie in the '80s, you might like this movie in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a, a large portion of that is really well, due to the, Anthony
1: Elgin. the, the one I kind of kept comparing it to was uh, Assault on Precinct 13. Oh yeah, I Carpenter could see that original because I mean Not a lot that of that Ethan is Ethan Hawke like, one. Well, I mean, I've never seen it, but maybe maybe that's. A more apt comparison, but <laughs> no. I think um, you know, all, pretty much all the people in there are just like everyday yeah. folks. They're just working in the police station, and they have you know the main, the main guy is the the black dude who's um, he's a cop. But then there's his that like criminal he's transporting. Right And it's like yeah, they're just like pretty much regular people with like slight skill sets and some of that yeah. stuff, and they're just getting completely overwhelmed by all these. Maniacs. It's another movie where I'm like, I don't think anyone's going to make it out of this. Uh, yeah, but John Carpenter did that really well. This guy, is, I mean, this is only his second feature, and I still haven't no, seen no, 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 it's his third. It's he his did third? one called, um, I think it was called like <laughs> Monster Party or something. I thought
4: oh. he, I thought he likes colors because there was the blue. Well, movie. there's Blue Ruin. Yeah,
1: but he did one called like Something Party that I'm for, oh. murder party. Oh, okay. He did murder oh! party, Blue Ruin, and then Green. Yes,
3: Ruin. I remember that. Yeah. Uh still rather young director to do something oh yeah like this uh i'm he's definitely like on that to watch list in everything For he sure. does now like it, it, if it comes out it's got his name on it i'm going yeah, uh, yeah i 100%.
4: mean editorial wise and cinematic wise it was just very compelling and very it, it just kept moving and it just felt like i was in the room with them almost at times yeah, yeah. so
0: it was murder party by the way. murder yeah, party. yeah. So, I, I remember i, I got that. it eventually yeah
3: we we got there
0: Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, while you're <laughs> yeah. looking
3: it up, he figured it out. <laughs> the power of the brain beats the computer. Mm. Yeah. It's a rarity, but it happens. Yeah, Sorry. every now and then. Um, no, I, the thing about movies like this is that I think a lot of people give it a, kind of give it a pass in like, the directing, like, well, it's kind of easy. It's all in one place. It's like,
1: I don't That's think insane. so. Whenever yeah, I'm, says I'm that. I'm going to punch whoever says yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for this movie. This movie is, yeah. like, immaculately constructed oh yeah every level but whoever I- said that is a fool
0: and it, and it doesn't take place all in one room it doesn't they just keep going back to the same room
1: i dare anyone <laughs> to make something as suspenseful as when he puts his arm out and then pulls it back I, like when you, he's freaking out you're like oh my god what the fuck are they doing to him yeah you don't like, have you no get, idea
0: how bad it is
1: yeah i mean like you're getting genuine tension they're not cutting oh out. yeah they're not showing you anything that's happened it is terrifying it, it so. is.
3: It, it's insane. But as I was going to say, as a director, I was going to ask if you had anything else to say about it. Other than punch whoever said
1: that. <laughs> I. I mean, all this stuff that they do. It's like they say they stay. They do. It, it's really smart that they just keep everything in that room. I think mm-hmm. because it's like it just allows your mind to sort of I- explore the possibilities of like how many people are out there and all these other things that you know. I think a lesser director would be like cutting to show you like oh there's like 24 people out there or whatever to kind of set do, those things do up. they ever
3: give us a number because i know they say red laces from here on out but i don't remember if they said how
1: many red laces there were um i don't i'm not sure i mean so you get a it, sense I'll, of it but it, it, yeah. it's like it's done in such a way that you you know it's like you're pretty much with them the entire time and yeah, i know they're in the dark as much occasionally as yeah. to show them discussing it but you know i mean you know they're way outnumbered yeah and i think that's the important thing but yeah i mean all this stuff that they do it's just um it's just it's just done very economically and effectively and i think uh you know the sound has a lot to do with that mm-hmm. like him there's some crazy sounds going on when he pulls his arm back oh in. when he puts his yeah when the, yeah when i mean the like when his arms up. out there you're like oh my god what the fuck did they just do to him <laughs>
3: Yeah, because it's like the, the beginning, like when that first happened. I'm Like, oh, they grabbed onto him. He's screaming a lot for just being grabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he pulls it back, and it's basically just like chop liver. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Tried to rip his arm off. They they really yeah. did, and they almost did.
0: Yeah. Might have been better
4: if they did. <laughs>
3: I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> I don't know. My, my favorite thing about that scene, like going just to the character-wise, is that like the, the they do a really good job portraying like that punk band. If, if you guys were ever like into those like underground punk scenes, like these, they feel just like one of those bands. Like these are the people I knew and hung out with when I was like in high school. And they always had that. They're really good at like that real tough exterior where they don't give a shit about anything. But you know deep down they're really really good friends. Yeah, and they do a good job pulling that back right at that right moment when he gets hurt. It's like oh god, my friend, my friend, my friend.
1: Like- yeah, totally. I mean the one the the only thing in it that I I kind of uh, bumped on was them playing Nazi punks fuck off because it just seems like it's such an obvious. Punk song to use, yeah. That I was like, I feel like they'd use something like, a, like a much deeper cut to cover because I mean that's like the stuff we'd listen to in middle school, yeah. And but, I, I mean, like I like the Dead Kennedys or whatever, but it just felt like it was. I think that was kind very of the, obvious.
3: I think that's kind of the point though, yeah. Because I, I, I think I think if they went for something more deep cutting, they were afraid of getting murdered. Whereas playing something like so on the nose, it's more of like a jokey poke poke.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I don't. It, it well, that's the only way I could like, describe it because I think. It's, but I mean, they're it, like throwing stuff at them while they're on the stage while they're playing. Though. Yeah, but they're not throwing they bullets. <laughs> no, but I don't think I don't feel like it had escalated to that point. It just felt like they were very deliberately doing that to piss them off. But it was more just like the song choice of that bothered me because it just it felt like someone who has like their sort of like punk one oh one book. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. That was more my. But, I mean, whatever. I've, I've argued with this about a bunch of people, and they're like, well, they want everyone in the audience to know what it is, which, if that's the case, I get it, but... Um, yeah, but I, I think that I if I wouldn't that, have
0: known any other song. No, but yeah. I can't think of any other deep-cutting one at the top of my no, head. No, but
3: it, it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't think that asking the audience to do a little bit of research every now and then isn't the worst thing in the world.
0: But it's not even... It just feels
1: like... Yeah, I mean... But it, if
3: they'd done something just a little bit more obscure, yeah. and like, why were they so angry? They'd look it up and go, oh, shit, that's Yeah, Totally. It could, and That's
1: I, it, it. Just it felt like the rest of the movie is like not playing to the cheap seats, and that was the one aspect of it where I felt like, oh, they're just kind of like handing you this one over on a, a you know, a silver yeah. platter.
5: I mean, do you think it was the band's choice to pick a song that they know all the skinhead audience members are gonna know? Like, if the skinhead community was gonna rally around hating one song, it would probably be that song. I mean maybe but it just it feels like a lot of the people that are in that
1: scene have a much greater kind of like punk lexicon than oh you know like most of us do and because i mean like anytime i've met those people they're like not neo-nazis but i mean you know punk rockers they're like (laughs) they're like hey we're into you know the casualties or you know Um, the Dead Boys or, you know, there's like a zillion of these. And then they start going into bands where I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Like like the Fly Swatters? Like, what is that shit? (laughs) Um, uh, So, you know, I mean, that was one of those things because it's almost like metal in a way where, like, people just have... You know, nine thousand metal bands that they talk yeah. about, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" And you're like, "You just made that up, dude. That's not a real." We chose band.
0: to play Metallica song.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like you, you, perv- you, that's the perfect analogy for it. Where they're, you know, uh, they're like, "Oh, we're talking about all this like obscure black metal," and then they play like Enter Sandman. <laughs>
3: I mean, I totally get what you're saying, but I, I still think like. In the world of like doing what we do here, of just like really nitpicking movies, it's a very like very surface level nitpick.
1: It is completely. It. Yeah. I mean, it's and to you know to be totally honest about it, it's like it is on my best of 2016 yeah. list. It is like if I have one thing I have to complain about, like that would that would be it. But honestly, it's like it's the movie's like an incredible achievement. Oh, and yeah. I really yeah. think there's. There's next to nothing to complain about in. Yeah. We're yeah. going to
0: get nitpicky <laughs> uh, with my female agenda. Uh, <laughs> oh, please, with the female agenda. You see, yeah. <laughs> you see super violence against every single one of the men, and you actually see the moment when they're getting stabbed and murdered when.
3: You see her throat out. out. Allie, uh, you see yeah. her throat ripped out.
0: No, you don't. You see her. Well, no, you, she, see dog, you, you see the dog. You see the dog jump at uh, her, and yeah, then the rest no. of it's off screen. You kind of yeah. hear her gurgle a little bit, but her death and the dog killing her is off screen, and they never cut back to it ever. Could have sworn you well, saw her. You know neck what? What? No, no, no. no you see the dog jump at her, and that's it.
1: They don't really show. I think they show her body on the ground, but you don't get any. But this you see her body
0: it. on the ground post, like when they yeah. go to the house, and you oh, see everyone's body on the ground.
2: And then you
4: see them in the tarps when they're wrapping everyone up for transport. Right, well,
1: but the other thing, I was. But, I was gonna say is they don't show the other dude, like the one guy that gets his throat ripped out by the dog. They, well, actually no, they do the cut dog back to that You see the dog chewing into him, and then and when then the other
0: like, guy goes through the window, you see him getting stabbed. No,
3: you don't. That's all. You see the guy stabbing him, him. and yeah. and
0: then they sh- and then you see him kind of bleeding out too when he's dragging him away because they oh, even say bit, he's yeah. still alive and you see his face.
3: Hmm. But you it, don't really see him get sta- like all that happens. His body is out of screen when they start stabbing. What,
0: okay. Him. But you still see the act. You don't yeah. see the act with Allie.
1: I mean, I guess. I mean, it, it is off. Screen. Like I said, it's like nitpicky. the dog that jumps on like, her. I was, and then we she were talking
0: gets nitpicky. Yeah, that's my nitpicky. That, uh, that's
1: pretty nitpicky. <laughs> um, it's, just,
0: it's just my weird thing about violence, like the balance, like this one time that's that the balance is off in this movie, violence wise to me. Because yeah. how much I hate glorifying violence towards women, I also don't like the exact opposite where you're like, well, now we can only show violence towards men and not towards the woman. I-
5: what about the scene where they uh, pull the knife out of the inciting incident girl's head?
0: Oh, I actually love that scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a but good That blood but good coming point. out of her head is
2: fantastic.
3: But is that, do they? Do you think they got their, all right, I think we're done with the woman violence after we pulled the knife <laughs> out of her head.
0: It, it, she's already dead. She's solid. She, you're not seeing the death.
3: And okay, when you say nitpicky, my God, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, mean, hey, I was being nitpicky. I said it when I said it.
4: I, I think those are just creative directing choices, though, mostly. Yeah. because oh, No, I know they yeah. totally are. Because, but, I mean, you see like the inciting incident and then that's it. And, you don't you you kind of just have to like, it's kind of Hitchcockian in that way. But like you see enough of the violence
3: that you're like, holy crap. And then it's gone. Yeah. This movie does a really good job with less is more. Yeah. It, it does a big Absolutely. hit. It, it does show a lot, but it, when it comes down to it, it really hits that less is more. Like we're gonna let you imagine just enough, and yep. then we'll pull back a little bit. But yeah, they, they yeah, when it, I'm still kind of blown away at how well they pull things off in this movie. Like it is super impressive. Yeah,
1: I mean the guy, the guy handles violence and and suspense in a really smart way that I feel like we don't see that often. No.
3: No, I can't think of another movie recently that does it that well. Because, like, the other movies that I really like that handle violence in a smart way, do it in a super violent, fun way. And, like, that's well, also difficult, but very different.
0: The one, one thing that yeah. I super appreciated is that he didn't try to have the levity montage part, which so many films do, even when they're, like, super serious films. Because uh, then when, she, when they seem like all is lost, and then she goes, let's play... And they then she brings up the sharpie, and you know they're gonna do their little plotty plot. How mm-hmm. to how are we gonna survive? Yeah, there's so many people that would do a cop out and be the, and do the like do the Sam Raimi, Evil R- Dead, Home Alone mm-hmm. thing yeah. of like, all right, let's do a little montage. And they didn't do it. So once they start doing the actual playing, like all of the reveals on um, what their little plot was, like her slinking out of inside the couch is one of my favorite parts of this film. Oh yeah, and it's,
1: yeah, that and
3: it's cool. in the trailer. Those
0: yeah, fuckers. well, well,
1: I'm so glad I didn't watch the trailer. Cause yeah, because yeah. I remember when they they go in there, I was like, oh
0: shit. Yeah. 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 So I really, really, that's my might be my favorite sequence in the film because it's so they're good. they're playing, they're being different and it's smart at the same time it's not hokey it's not levity it's still you're still very suspensive yeah. like you're not sure if they're actually going to survive while they're doing this but you're so rooting for them during that entire sequence
2: yeah
4: and, and sure. it's built into the structure of the film like the first scenes in the movie they're like oh yeah we're gonna get drunk drink now and then it just cuts the next morning like, yeah that, that could have been a party montage sequence just like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would and, have been lazy
3: and you always kind of have those things like since it's such a small budget was it due to budgetary or to yeah. to intelligence and you always kind of side on the side of intelligence of I, like it was just smart to leave that either stuff way out. it worked out <laughs> yeah but it's always like i always go back to jaws of like they wanted to show the shark more and it just didn't fucking work yeah and then you ended up with one of the best movies of all time <laughs> huh. um is there anything else we haven't hit on in this movie that we want to talk about i know we've kind of been all over the place we didn't really talk about the other band-aids much even though they were great but they really were kind of red shirts they were there to be the first ones to go
1: I mean, oh, the okay. thing is, though, is like you don't get that sense from them, though, because there's like the tough guy who I was like, I bet he'll probably make. I, I felt like he wasn't going to make it out, but I figured he was going to be around for. I, I didn't
3: think they were a the, while. Both of the tough guys were going to go right away.
1: I thought, like, yeah.
3: I thought that maybe one of them would come back from that situation, but they yeah. really just eliminate the two like muscly dudes right out of the gate, which is why uh, I yeah. use the phrase "red shirt" because otherwise, no, they're not because they're definitely yeah. developed characters.
1: Mm-hmm. But the first escape attempt, like, all right, we got to get the two who can fight out yeah for sure um it was it was a wise move i'm trying to think of what else i i kind of felt
3: bad for tiger because tiger didn't even get a chance to fight he just stood outside and got tackled by a dog and had his throat ripped out oh and yeah like, oh poor guy he i know it, like 10 feet
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that was a bummer um i don't know i mean i'm really curious to see what he's gonna what the director Jeremy Saulnier is gonna do next because yeah. i think he i know they were throwing his name around for doing like this new halloween movie Which I was like, I was like, that could actually be really cool. I would love it if they, you know, took a guy like this and then put him into, uh, you know, some kind of like familiar horror franchise.
3: It'd be fun, but I I just kind of, when it comes to people like this, I almost would rather them just keep doing their own thing. Like, it'd be kind of a fun thing to see them do it. But it's kind of like how uh, James Wan refuses to do any of those remakes because he's been asked for pretty much all of them. He said, like, "Which ones?" Uh, he said, "If there's ever been a horror movie remake, he's been called about it." Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I yeah.
1: "Remember, he was he was supposed to do a Castlevania movie for a while, which I thought was awesome." Yeah, I, was, I really wish they'd he'd made that.
0: I'm so, have they done that? I've, no, no. I read the I read were...
1: the Paul W. S. Anderson draft of it oh, no. he was, was going to do it for a while, and it's actually it, the script isn't bad. Um, it's like centered around Simon Belmont and stuff, but
2: Mm.
1: I just, I feel like they're going to fuck that up so bad.
3: Oh yeah. That's a tough one to make.
1: Well, the thing I feel like would, I mean, we're going off on a huge tangent here, but I feel like the thing that would be really cool is to like do a Castlevania movie with like Danny McBride or something as like, as like a Belmont and then like have like, you know, the dude who plays like Jamie Lannister played Simon Belmont or his like ghost who's like guiding him through it. They just need to make something completely crazy with that. I really, they cannot like underworld that movie. If they no. do that, it'll be fucking horrible.
3: But that's probably what they're going to. do. I'm sure it yeah. is.
1: They're going to do like Dracula Untold or underworld. Yeah, that's I what guarantee. I. Did. Yeah,
3: you'd have to have fun with it for it to work. Yeah. Um. But that's why, I like, I, I, speaking of what this guy would do next, I wouldn't want him to attach himself to a franchise. I think he's really good doing his own stuff. And even if he does, I'm sure he'll do something great with it. But. I feel like I wouldn't want him to get watered down in, like, the Hollywood system, which with somebody this good, it's very easy to see them go that way.
1: Well, I mean, the thing with that, though, is I feel like he – at some point he's – maybe unless he, like, creates a TV show or something, he probably is going to have to do his, like, you know, big budget sort of, like, blockbuster or whatever. He might be able to reach that James Wan level where he can do the kind of, like, mid-level thing. Yeah um which would be really cool but but. even
3: james Wan is doing aquaman like so even he's going off into the stratosphere. but i mean it was that's like
1: 14 years after he that's true true. (laughs) i mean mean, he had a long long build-up toward that
0: so things that i would like to bring up we did (laughs) uh, i loved the atmosphere of this film Uh, we kind of tapped on that but just like the general lighting and cinematography and the set design of this film was fantastic just to wrap that up really fast. Okay. Uh, and.
3: Cinematography. Uh, Imogen
0: Boots mm-hmm. haircut. I don't know where they pulled that out of. I have never seen that in real life. It is the weirdest haircut.
1: I think it works for her. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> she it's she like rocks a, it, yeah. They must it's like have, she cut it herself or something. Her and her friend
0: had the <laughs> same wrong. haircut, and yeah. I'm like, is that a style thing for neo Nazi girlfriends? Because that's weird. I, I, I think I like
1: cut each other's hair. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it looks like that, and I think it works.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Uh, the one I thing think
1: it's we. It's Spana. Started, I, I think it works totally Well you
4: cannot like it Personally But you can enjoy it For the movie Yeah I think it works it. For the character building mm-hmm.
0: Yeah Neo-Nazis have bad haircuts There, right. there you go I can, I can go with I, that I
3: did buy a patch In Germany That says Nazis have shit hair <laughs> <laughs> you, really? Yeah. <gasps> Alright it It works <laughs> Yeah, I bought it from a hairstylist when I was in Germany for two weeks. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, the only other thing that we did not mention that I, I feel that we should, because we talked about it before we recorded, is that I thought it was really cool that the, the movie did its research enough to actually bring in the red laces, which are a real thing. If you run into a scary-looking dude with real red laces, walk away. Because he's a scary motherfucker.
1: I know it used to be white laces, but they, you know. Maybe they got, Whenever maybe someone everyone's got wearing when white laces. everyone catches
0: laces. on to something.
4: <laughs> blood fell on them, so now they're red.
1: And there you go. Okay. Yeah.
0: I have some red laces, but I made that for my well, no, Oh, custom. I know
1: why. It's because it's like red and black or the yeah. Nazi colors. I mean, it, some white, too. The
3: one guy we didn't mention, I have to mention before we're going to quotes, is the guy who runs the actual establishment. That guy was fantastic. The director's friend. Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? You were saying it a moment ago. Oh, the guy that I thought was a cop the whole movie. Yeah. The whole movie I thought he was like an undercover cop, and that's why he was so disturbed with having to actually kill these kids. Mm-hmm. And the end of the movie, you just find out that, no, he just wanted to be a neo-Nazi to have friends. He and, was trying
0: <laughs> to earn his laces. And then, he, and then he
3: found out what it takes to earn his laces, yeah, and he and didn't want them anymore. You
0: know what? I'll go to jail.
3: <laughs> yeah, He even says, I don't want to go to jail, but he gave up on it. I really I, that character uh, turn was he, fantastic at
0: the end of the film he says I do want to go to jail
3: oh I thought he said I don't No, he
0: says I want to go to jail I just want to go yeah it's his version yeah. of saying I don't want to die
3: oh uh, yeah, okay. totally. I just want to go to jail <laughs> <laughs> oh poor guy not really because he deserved everything he got but I do love that moment when he like opens the door and sees them he's like I didn't know I was gonna go this far yeah <laughs> it's like that was a great character turn that guy was awesome in this movie I mean yeah. if he would have
0: just taken out her cell phone none of this would have happened
3: uh, Macon yeah. Blair, is his name. And if they locked the oh, door, that guy's great. He's if fantastic. they would have locked
0: the door, if yeah. they would have taken out her cell phone, everything would have been peachy keen.
3: If if Anton Yelchin just knocked on the door like, "Hey, I left a phone in there. Can you hand it to me?" and then some mm. creepy dude be like, "Here's your phone," and so the real be the, end of it. Yeah, the real
0: lesson this of this phone, movie is: knock before you open a door. It's common courtesy.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> That's what the 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 long theme of this movie is that
1: don't be a dick,
0: yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: or don't stab girls in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that message. <laughs> yeah. She
0: was a traitor. She was trying to leave, you know. Exactly.
3: Don't defend the neo-Nazis is the thing I'm taking uh, this what, yeah. What's the other thing? Is, uh, yeah, uh, Tom. What's that? <laughs>
0: Snitches get stitches? Because that's Not- what they were going to be.
3: I don't think anyone got. well Anthony actually got stitches and I guess the other girl got shot so they well, all the, get stitches. the girl
0: got stabbed in the head because she was trying to run away those aren't
3: stitches they're not gonna stitch up the the head wound yeah, yeah. A <laughs> yeah. she's just dead now yep with a few bullet wounds in her legs because they use her as a fake true I love that scene so much that's so good that
0: entire sequence like I already said
3: there, there's so much in this movie that I could we could really talk for the entire length of the movie about how good it is but we shouldn't is we'll just one? go watch
4: the movie again. Yeah, just go watch the <laughs> yeah. movie again. Or if you
3: haven't seen it yet and you just listened to a spoil everything, still go hey, watch now. it because it everything. is still fantastic. There's yeah, still a uh, lot. We pretty,
1: haven't spoiled it. damn close. We didn't, <laughs> yeah. we didn't really we, talk like, about the dogs. We revealed the ending. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Although I love that moment at the end with the dog just coming up to the owner.
0: Ah, uh, See, now you're spoiling that. Yep. Now we've hit it all. Hi!
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's move into quotes, 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 quotes. Uh, who would like to go first?
0: I'm just going to go right out the bat and steal the the one that is the arguably the best um we're not keeping you you're just staying
3: (laughs) that is a good one Uh, i
0: honestly if at some point someone had turned on hotel california when you said that that would have been amazing but it would have been it would have also been terrible for the film (laughs) Uh,
3: I had two. Uh, I'm gonna take the one at the end of the film first. It's the very last line of the movie, and I think it was great. Throughout the entire movie, there's this thread where in the beginning of the movie they do an interview with a guy for like a punk rock show, and he asks, like, "What's your desert island band?" If you only listen to one band the rest of the time, what is it? And throughout the movie is like a slight moment of levity. They kind of all say who they are, and they're not really who they you'd think they'd be. upset for the one guy who said the Misfits. Uh, and the entire time, Anton Yelchin can't think of one. And if everything is all said and done, he's sitting there with Imogen Poots, who was not his friend, it's just a girl he got stuck in the situation with. It's like I got it. I know what my Desert Island band is. And she just looks and goes, tell someone who gives a shit. <laughs> I like to think weird. it was Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a good line.
4: Yeah, it is. It's one of the better ones, which is why I came up with a backup one. Before <laughs> <I came in>. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a simple one. Um, they're first going out of the club and uh, one of them says, so we should split up. Yeah. And they're like, totally. I don't know just <laughs> how he says that. I don't know if he's being sarcastic or he's actually, actually yeah. agreeing. And then they all split up because they just fend for themselves.
5: It works. yeah. I'll go with one that's more, I like the payoff of the quote more than the quote itself, but uh, when they're talking to their friend who got them this skinhead gig to begin with, he's like, oh, I'm not going to be there, Uh, my parents are coming in town, i got to vacuum and shit. And then, spoiler alert, the very end of the movie, it cuts to him vacuuming his, (laughs) his thing while the kids are all dead and everyone's bitten, eaten by dogs and...
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, mine was like the "You're not. You're just staying." Whatever that quote was. Yeah. yeah. I'm terrible with quotes. <laughs> I can never remember exactly how they go.
3: Yeah. My my backup line was uh, when she gives the dude the cigarette. If the cherry does something you don't like. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And just the
4: staging and the framing of that was awesome, too. Oh, yeah. 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 My other,
5: uh, the other quote I really liked was when uh, Ali Shawkat says, uh, if you back out of this now, I'm going to tell them all you're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Felt like a very maybe moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish she had a better career, too. She's fantastic.
5: Hey, are you my cousin? Maybe.
3: <laughs> uh, that's good. Doesn't get old. <laughs> uh, okay. So the review system for today, I hope it will be easy. Um We'll figure it out as we go. It's going to be movies that take place
5: in one location. Mm. Oh, that's it. Inside Man. Okay, (laughs) that's It's actually pretty good. It's a really good psychological
1: ride. Really, one location though. Yeah,
5: it wasn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's all at the bank. But I mean, don't they like leave the bank? (laughs) Because like they they, they have to like arrive to.
4: Yeah, they do leave the.
2: the the So it's like it's like primarily one. Yeah, the
3: heart of the movie is one location. Okay. Because even, like, phone booth is all one location. Okay, but he fine. starts in his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Technically,
5: uh, even Titanic is not all-in-one location. I mean... <laughs> the boat's always moving. <laughs> mine
1: mine would probably be the original Night of Living Dead.
3: Oh, that's a good oh, one. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to say Die Hard because I talked about it earlier. So I'm going to go with Attack the Block. Even though it's yeah. all kind of, like, one block.
1: But it all takes place within, like, the one block radius.
3: And mostly in that building.
1: Actually, shit can't change mine to dawn of the dead so i can <laughs> <laughs> i can rub it in chewy's face yeah yeah that's fine I, I More reason that. <laughs> um
4: i guess i'll go uh i think this qualifies i'm gonna go cabin in the woods because oh, i enjoyed yeah. this as much yeah. as i enjoyed that movie yeah, yeah even that, though they're two completely like thematically like different but
1: yeah <laughs> all right chewy uh, alien there you go okay yeah. that's a good one
0: uh very confined very dark very moody and people get killed off one by one in a very terrifying way uh and no one ended up in their underwear in this movie but still both very good films uh i don't think i think alien was probably successful right away it was automatically a blockbuster yeah Uh, but this one will definitely hit cult status at some point i'm sure
1: i mean i think it already has yeah i think as soon as it hit dvd it's It's like it's blowing up right now yeah i mean yeah it's yeah, regrettably,
4: Anton Yelkin's death might have also helped a little bit with that,
1: but. Ooh, I don't think so. I feel like even before he died, I remember people just talking about how, you know. How amazing the movie was! Yeah,
4: I, I think it just sped it up. It accelerated it. It maybe. might have because like me, People, I, I, was, I saw this because he had recently passed, and I was like, okay, let's watch this. That it, always kind of happens.
1: I mean, that's weird Fast though because. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of stuff where it's like when Chris Farley died, he had that movie Almost Heroes with um like Matthew Perry, and like no one saw that. I feel that's like there's right. a big like bummer aspect on a lot of those movies where like oh this person just mm-hmm. died. So I don't want to see it because it's going to be fucking depressing. Like that um, Heath Ledger movie. Dr. Parnassus. Yeah, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Like no one saw that.
3: All right. Uh, It is time for those final plugs. Uh, You can find us on Facebook at After the Hype. You can find us on Twitter at ATH underscore podcast and everywhere else online at ATH podcast. Uh, Next week, you can tune in for our episode uh, beginning our horror month. Uh, throughout our horror month, I don't remember which one comes up first, but we're doing Blair Witch. We're doing low budget horror films. So we're doing the Blair Witch Project, Paranormal Activity, and the original Evil Dead. So those three are coming up, and then we're doing a battle at the end of that for horror movie remakes. So that's what's coming up throughout the next month. Very exciting stuff. Uh, what else was I supposed to say? Is that everything? Got it? Uh, cool. <laughs> Oh, and then on iTunes, please rate and review us, which nobody has really been doing much other than our own host back when he was no longer a host. <laughs> so we still have John's review up there from back in the day. Uh, but that would really help us out. We'd greatly
1: appreciate it. Uh,
3: so, again, final plugs around the table. Where do we got? Jackson?
1: Uh, check out Beyond the Gates on the Internet, uh, Twitter, Is it going to be
3: VOD or is it going to be theaters?
1: It's going to be theater. It's going to be a limited theatrical in New York and LA and then three other cities which we haven't determined yet. And then it's doing like a festival run right now so if you're in a European country you can probably check it out. <laughs> um, I don't know how many
3: international lists we have, but Uh
1: it is playing in New York at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival next month on October 15th, but uh but yeah, it'll be on VOD and theatrical the same day and then DVD and Blu-ray about 2 months after that. And that'll cool. it'll be like It'll be out before the end of the year.
2: Okay, nice.
3: cool.
0: Nice. I look forward to finally seeing it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really believe
1: right, well, We tried to get you into one of those screens yeah, where they were sold out. It did not out. work out.
4: Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll plug my company, uh, Howdy, uh, HowdyProductions.com. Uh, H-O-W-D-E-E. We work on TVs, commercials, trailers, good stuff cool
0: yeah uh i already talked about superstore so then i will talk about drunk history uh the Mm -hmm. season four of drunk history is premiering on september 27th and it looks to be fabulous and i it's one of the best experiences i've had working in the past few years i really enjoyed working on that i look forward i hope you enjoy watching it Did you
1: like working on it more than my movie
0: it was about the same.
2: It's <laughs> a read. good answer. Same. It a good answer.
0: <laughs> I really enjoyed us just filming in that, um, that old video cassette place, the oh, video yeah, store. Yeah. That, that was place fun. was great. But
1: yeah, It was yeah. very distracting. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, any plugs?
5: Uh, follow me on Instagram, Audio Adventures.
3: Perfect. All right, so thank you very much for everybody coming out. Jackson, thank you very much for coming out. Thank talking you for to having us. me. Uh, Tom, thanks for filling in for John. Of course. I'll Much appreciated. next time you need yeah. to fill in. Next time he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you, everybody.
0: Goodbye. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.